Life is full of surprises. Ladies and gentlemen, the terrible elephant man. At first, you will want to turn away from him. Then, you may find him a silent, unresisting target for your ridicule. Stand up. Stand up! Turn around! Mister, why is your head so big, mister? <laughs> but if you come to know him... Have you always been the way you are now? You will begin to see beyond the perversion of his form. Are you in any pain? Are your parents still alive? Your father? Your mother? And discover the beauty in the beast. He is English. He is 21. His name is John Merrick. At no time have I met with such a perverted or degraded version of a human being as this man. Am I to assume then that he is ultimately incurable? Yes, sir. This hospital doesn't accept incurables. The freak hunting. This is monstrous. If you ask my opinion, he's only being stared at all over again. People pay money to see your monster, Mr. Treves. I'll collect it. Yada, monster, yada, freak. What is it all for? Why did I do it? And perhaps for the first time, you will understand the true meaning of courage and human dignity. I am not an animal. I am a human being. You are not an elephant man at all. You're Romeo. Anthony Hopkins, Anne Bancroft, Sir John Gielgud, Wendy Hiller, and John Hurt as the Elephant Man. Coming from Paramount Pictures. So today we have another movie review for our movie club. So this week, Bill was the lucky guy yes, was. to pick a movie that I hated. You hated it? <laughs> you don't hate this movie. This is a film that has been one of my favorites ever since I saw it, maybe 10 years ago. And it is The Elephant Man from 1980. And finally, it's one of the movies that I love it. You <laughs> did not. Actually, it's not much in the Movie Freaks Review Facebook group, but in the horror, yes. There's lots of your picks that I hate it. Well, it's a good thing. I enjoy it then. Uh, so, and you pick on purpose, too. No, I don't. I pick the ones I like. Go ahead. So, The Elephant Man is directed by David Lynch. You don't know who David Lynch is, but very, he's a very good director. He's one. He's no, I don't know if he's one of my favorites, but this is actually his most normal film that he's done. A lot of his films are very abstract and weird, and and well, he did. Uh, you, you've watched a couple like um, horror movies. They're more on the horror side. Yes, he did Blue Velvet. He did um, Never saw that. Twin Peaks, Firewalk with Me. Yeah, you did. You watched both. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So he, I guess it's one that I don't like. <laughs> uh, the Elephant Man's from 1980. It uh, has an 8.1 rating on IMDb. I think it's actually a little low. It's 
Um, it stars Anthony Hopkins, John Hurt, who played John Merrick, the Elven Man, Anne Bancroft, who's also a famous actress. Um, the synopsis, a Victorian surgeon rescues a heavily disfigured man who is mistreated while scra um, scraping a living as a sideshow freak. Uh, behind his monstrous facade, there is a revealing person of kindness. Um, I misread this. I missed, um, intelligence and sophistication. Right. I, I had to switch pages to read the rest. Um, you know with this movie, <clears throat> when you see the circus, long time ago, all the people that born with birth defect and was weird look, they'll put in the circus uh, and make yeah. us a big deal. Yeah. That, whoa, like alien. Like they make them like they are creatures, not a human being. That's I know okay. because my mother used to work in the circus and used to She's have... She's the circus. My mother did when she was... Uh, teenager okay. <laughs> I know I told you that she used to lay down in the glass mm -hmm. and put a fire over her body and, and, and swallow and fire she wanted you to be a circus freak <laughs> no <laughs> and she don't continue to keep going with her this career because her father begged her to don't to don't go with the circus to travel so mm -hmm. she she give up but anyways um, so she used to tell me that uh, used to have a girl that she was twins but stick together, stuck together, yeah. you know, two heads and it was just two arms, two legs, and no, they I've... put her in the circus as a creature too, you as know. A creature, the, yeah, well, the freak. Yeah, they, used, the they don't call freaks in Brazil, but uh, they call creatures. That's what they did back then. Creaturas. Creatures. That's, that's even worse. <laughs> that's called a freak than a creature. A freak <laughs> means not just weird, but it's crazy too. No, well, they, they, they called it freaks, and now they, they don't do that anymore. Not socially acceptable. So how they call now? Now they don't. They don't have freak shows anymore. They used to have in Brazil the snake girl. I always want to see snake girl, half woman, girl, half yeah. snake. I want to see it. Well, unless that was you and other people paying to see you as a snake woman. No, I mean, you know, if you making money the way you are looking, at least make you feel good too. I don't think You're they feel superstar. Yes, they made money, which probably helped them survive. Especially back then, there was no social safety nets so as much so or medical maybe research. maybe that was the only way they made money but still that's a horrible way to live i don't I think, think they're even making money they're just using them in those times uh, I, th I think they did make money but uh, I, th I think I've, I've watched enough documentaries to think that they, i think they actually did but uh, at least they give them a job because basically yeah, yeah, nobody but, gonna but, take them to work but still in the mall. You, you want that job huh? <laughs> If I'm a creature, <laughs> I born defect and then I get no job, I need to survive somehow. Yeah, to me, it's like being a prostitute. No, I don't need to open my legs for I know, making money. I just show myself, hey, I have two but heads. It's like some, 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 some people have no other choice but to be a prostitute. They have, maybe, they're, maybe they have five kids or husband, but back then, their husband leaves them. They have no other way to make to make At money. At least you don't give for free for some guy that's yeah. just gonna make a baby and leave. <clears throat> anyway, for money. so this film is about a true. It's the the guy John Merrick is based on. is It's a true story. It, there, he what he was a person. I'm not sure how much of this film is true, but the person was a real person back in the in the 1800s. And um, and so in, in this film, in um, the way this film portrays him is that he's yeah he's a circus freak. He's, but like the ultimate Turkish freak, he's like, um, people are like, are going to barely, really look at him. And um, there's, they make fun of there's, him. there's, uh, he has this 
this this owner or whoever is his master that um, basically whips him into um, doing doing what he wants to and he also has this like son or some kid that he works with with him and he basically yeah he treats him like crap and i guess it doesn't say what happened to his mom like at the beginning um it shows a lady um getting trampled by elephants elephants but i think that's more the, the myth of what happened it's just showing what, what what they think that that people say happened to her but um there's so just birth defect but there's no indication that she died or anything mm. um he still thinks that she's alive <clears throat> so she basically abandoned him <clears throat> and break my heart when he say that he tried to be a good boy mm. and then you know so make you yeah. think like no matter what if it's a mom would love you but he's showing that whatever he did was not good enough to the point that he left him yeah so um, let me um, tell you the, the story, the rest of the story. So um, basically, Anthony Hopkins works as a surgeon, and he goes to the freak show, and he sees him. And he um, wants to take him back and and um, show him as, I guess, I think at first he thinks that it's going to be a way to um, enhance his career, I think at first. But then once he gets to know him, and he brings him back to the hospital and they take care of him, he starts to really like him, and at first, it you can't tell is he handicapped? Like, is he um, is he also like um, dumb? Is he not able to speak at all? But it it looks like he was just so. It, it's almost like uh, you take a a beaten puppy or a beaten dog from a, an animal shelter, and at first they they don't want to do anything. They're they're very um, reserved and they, they, yeah, they're they're afraid to do anything, and then until he he feels comfortable enough with him. That he actually um, shows him that he actually is an intelligent guy, and the, and one quote I thought was a, the best quote of the movie was when he was talking to when Anthony Anthony Hopkins' character was talking to that to his another um, coworker, coworker, and and he, and he says to him, um, the the guy asks him, goes, is he is he, is he like handicapped? Can because he, he is he dumb? Can he can he like think for himself or whatever? And and then he goes, I hope the guy he is. <laughs> Because if he isn't, that's a hor- basically a horrible life. To be self-aware, What's to be smart, and then having to go through all that shit is horrible to think of. So he, he's actually hoping that he is dumb, so he doesn't understand what's going on. So that, that would have been a better life for him if he, if he was. So that, um, But it's so, not the case. He, uh, he's smart yeah, yeah, as hell. He's, he's, he's smart. I don't know if he's smart as hell, but he's smart. He's smart. He's guy. smart. He yeah. decorates yeah. books. Like yeah. uh, the, yeah. the lines of the, the, yeah. the, the he's, he's, Romeo and yeah. Juliet and, and all that. And he has a passion for like arts. He has a passion for arts. Yeah. He, he also does. He also made a sculpture of a church even without From even seeing boxes. it. Yeah. He did. So he's smart. Yeah. 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 He not just have talent, but yeah. he's smart. So yeah. So. Uh, and he, he teach himself how to read. And right. Yeah. So give me a break. How <laughs> yeah. is somebody? And no one taught him. Yeah, that. exactly. So yeah. he's de- more smart than anybody else. Yeah. And so yeah. So his uh, love for the arts has got him to the point where he actually meets a famous um, uh, stage presence uh, played by uh, Anne Bancroft, who's that? Who was a very fam- famous actress back then. This film, this film is full of fam- famous people. So um, and so he t- he so he basically. Uh, he, and from there, he basically meets other socialites, and they, everyone wants to meet him. But 
Um, the nurse makes a good point saying, aren't you kind of exploiting him all over again? Kind of thing. Because yeah. all these people are, they, they don't really, yeah, they don't yeah. really care. They, 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 they just see that, oh, this famous person is friends with them. So maybe if, if we, if we say that we've met, met him, it's a good story to tell at parties, whatever. Yeah. So... Uh, Use yeah. him some way or another for publicity. <clears throat> but the, the worst scene is when that guy that works there completely um, Use uses him. him and brings people in from from the streets to, to to point and laugh at him and, and make money and, with yeah, that. Yeah, and he and he was the biggest dirtbag. Yeah. The, the two biggest dirtbags was him and and his owner and his yeah. master. Those people were despicable. But again, great great acting by them as well. Yeah. <laughs> like though they, they they played the jerks perfectly. Yeah. 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 Everyone in this film, I thought, acting was... Well, what I love about this film, I, I think this film has everything. It has great acting, great story, and, um, great, and it's black and white, uh, which didn't bother me. And it, it kind of fit the tone of the film, because ba- it was back in the, in the 1800s when life was black and white. <laughs> I, I, I used to joke that... Um, Life's still black and white. I, 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 know, no, I, I used to joke that... Uh, like my mom or my dad. Like, oh, that was not, I, back back in the sixties when like life was like black and white because because all the movies and stuff were black and white. I go so life was black and white. It was, I was just it was a joke. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, I, and you're being racist. But it, it, Don't it, say that. It, it it also has it's also like artistic. This film it has a lot a lot, a lot of scenes like the um, the scenes with again with the, with the elephant trampling the, trampling the mother or the scenes that he's like going out into space after he dies. It's a lot of like artistic scenes that I think enhance the movie. It takes it from a very good movie to an awesome movie to me. It has it uh, to me that that's what it takes for like a very good movie to be over the top. Is it, it needs artistic flair to me, and I think this film has it, and I, I think it's one of the best films ever made. Since I like the acting, because the acting and the story make you feel the moment that you're watching that movie. And this movie make me cry and make me be angry to know that there's a human being that treats someone like that. Like, worse than animals. You know, you said uh, they are thinking he may be stupid, he don't talk, he don't know what's going on. But they don't even care about his opinion. They don't even care how he feels. And the way he was living is just like an animal. Yeah. Even animal in those days, right now, they live like a queen, yeah. king. And, and that, that's that scene that uh, that put it into perspective was that scene when he's and he's like in a cage b- b- beside the baboon, remember? Yeah. And he's like calling at him. No, like, but I'm talking about. I, I know, when, I know, but like that's basically his, that was his life before. But that's why the trainer gets so angry at him because he. Showing him that you are never gonna be a human, you're always gonna be an animal to me, and that's why, in that moment, he put him in the cage yeah. to show him that I'm in charge and you, I'm the human, you the animal, yeah, you belong a, in there. You're the real dick because he feel that he losing track, respect by him because he saw what he can have it, how he can, and be and and he was being very selfish because he knew, but he knew that. He, him having him was a big part of his livelihood. So I, I kind of understand how, like, once he had him and uh, and he was bringing in cash for him, it's hard to get that to, to let that. I know, I know, I know. Belongs to oh, him. I know. It, it's completely. No, but I, I, I can. But you can put yourself in his shoes and say, yeah, if you're a dick, that that be what you're thinking. Like this, um, I, I want to continue with my um, the livelihood, even though he. He was poor as well, but the guy, the guy didn't make any money either. The only thing I don't understand is 
when he kidnapped him, right? Because he tried, he came in the hospital. And he tried to say, mm. "Give me him back." Comes to me. Yeah. The other director from the hospital said, "We can call the cops on you because he don't belongs to you, or what you are treating people in there." You can be more in trouble. And then he let it go because he know he could lose the whole circus, right? You saw the way he lived. He lived in a little trailer. A li because his circus was not the best. It was <laughs> still shitty circus. He, he looked pretty poor himself. I mean, people, at least back then, I see the bosses of the, the circus, they live in the little trailers just yeah. like everybody else. Okay? It, 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 didn't, it didn't seem like he, he was a guy. Anyways, my whole point is, again... He, they don't call the cops or go look for him. I know he took the he traveled far away, right? Basically, he went far away because yeah, he no, took a that, that's why, ship. It, because they they knew that he took him away, like yeah. far away. So I mean, like, okay, you shoot, you know, right away when he took him, that was that guy, right? So I was thinking they could do more effort to find him. Then when he come back. The elephant man looked like he suffered so much in his life to the point that he accomplished something. He feel that he got respect from people and people look at him like a human being. To the point now, and now I can die. I can die in peace. The sad film, the, the, to me, the saddest film, part of the film was, it was the happiest part of the film to me. It was like the, yeah, like that, that scene when he, he was talking to his wife and, and, she, and he was saying uh, he, he, he never had, he never got any attention at all even except for disgust from like a, a, a woman so he, he was like and just and that was a happy moment for him but it was a sad for everybody else <laughs> you know everybody was saying wow you had like a terrible terrible life uh, uh, nobody like, he, he, you're so starved for, starved for any kind of even someone being nice to you or in the train station when he was trying yeah, to run away yeah. he's he started yelling i'm a human being yeah. i'm a yeah. human being yeah. i'm, a human. I'm not an animal yeah so so it's like, you know, you believe the whole time you are not to the point you find people that you the way you should be treated. And after that, he didn't care anymore because, like I say, when he he went to sleep, he know he's not supposed to sleep that way. But he went because he accomplished something yeah. in his life. And, and, that, and that scene was right after that scene that he, he got invited to the opera and everyone gave him a staying ovation. And yeah. that, that's respect not respect yeah. and, and yeah. look at him. And, yeah. As a human, yeah. as a person, you know? and that was awesome. That's uh, I know there's lots of people the way they look, they've been judged, or whatever it is. There's those moments in people's life that they feel like nothing, you know. And I, and I think it's a terrible, terrible stage of somebody's life to think that you don't deserve nothing, you are nothing. And I, th I think that's why people. I think um, anybody can relate relate to this, this film. I know, no, like, not many people look like that, or have gone through that. But everybody has gone through moments in their life where they feel ugly, or they feel like they're worth worthless. So they can relate to to, to that. So um, I think this is a film that that anybody can watch. And and it, it, I I always think that if it if you watch this film and feel nothing, I don't know if I want to be your friend because <laughs> this is a like you you must not have a, a soul because this film is like. You, if you're not emotional about this film, like I don't know what's wrong with you. It's, a, it's, a, it's very touching um, film that um, I think if you want it um, different somebody's life, to don't judge by the way they look or you know even the way they say too. Because sometimes people want to show that they are so tough that they say some mean stuff mm -hmm. or rude stuff, but deep inside, it's not who they are. To be honest, 
Sometimes people have to show they are tough. What would you rate it? I would rate this movie a 9. I'm going to give it a 9.5. That's pretty much the highest I can give to a film. I, I don't rate it a 10s because there's always a way to make it better. So uh, no, no film is perfect. For me, a good story, good yeah. acting, a spare of what kind of and human being we are and be and what different we can make. We give you like a lesson you know? and showing that not everybody have an easy life and nobody knows what you know inside. So I love that inspire movies like that. It's sad, make me cry, make me angry. You know, it's, it's good for you watching and, and suck it in the good energy that's up there in those movies. Alright, so that's our review of The Elephant Man, 1980, for our movie club. Thanks for listening, and make sure you join us on our our movie clubs for both groups. This is for movie freaks. We also have one for horror movie review maniacs. We we have challenges, like watching as many Netflix films as you can by the end of the year. Uh, New new ones. um, 2020, 2021? Make sure you also join us on Twitter and Instagram and on, on, on this podcast. And we have a blog that we review documentaries. So if you like documentary people's life stories, go check it out. Follow us there. Right. So thanks for listening. Thank you for picking the movie, Bill. You're welcome. So see you next time. Bye. Bye.